So I think our last episode, we jinxed our <laughs> uh, putting the both kids down at seven. Yeah. And then being asleep and us like, we're like, whoa, we're too me cool. Time. And it was working for a while. But then last night, just this is this defines parenting like in a nutshell that one day is one way <laughs> and you're planning it to, to, you know, you have something to do and you, the kids act one way usually. And then you're trying to just enjoy and binge watch a show mm-hmm. and they just won't let they you won't live. They won't, you let, they won't let you be great. And it's, <laughs> it's really frustrating, but that's parenting for you. <laughs> I feel like that happens when, when we have to do something or when we schedule to do something, mm-hmm. they know yeah. Even if I don't tell Liam or obviously they sense it. The they're like, okay, they're being really efficient tonight. <laughs> we had dinner on time. We all took baths. Like what's going on? And, and they're like, okay, like let's, let's yeah. jump mommy and daddy. <laughs> so that's what happened last night. We're just trying to, well, we actually had, we had plans. We're, we said, let's go take oh, advantage yeah. of our rooftop. And we bought this lavender lemon simple syrup. And mm-hmm. might be coming to your blog posts soon. <laughs> we wanted to make a margarita, lavender lemon margarita. Yes. Like perfect summer beverage. Perfect. We said, let's just take 30 minutes, go upstairs after we make it and just like go mm-hmm. sip on it mm-hmm. upstairs and enjoy the rooftop. And nope. Like I think what it took you forever to get Blair down. And yeah. then he did not want to go to sleep. Liam, like only half an hour into being mm-hmm. asleep mm-hmm. was scared. I don't know what was going on. You know, he's know. at this point in time where like just like objects in the dark <laughs> look like something <laughs> different. And that's not something we're used to because yeah. really no one was, you know, warns you like within, I guess they don't have to warn you, but little babies, they don't really get scared. Like mm-hmm. they're just looking for mommy and daddy when they're crying out at night. Now his mind is like, Oh my God, what could that be? Like, mm-hmm, what is mm-hmm. that sha- shadow? And so he kept waking up a ton of times. Yeah. So, and then when we got him down, then we heard Blair and he just <laughs> didn't want to keep his pacifier and he wasn't no. hungry, but mm-hmm. he wanted his pacifier. The, his crying didn't set off the snoo, even though we have the only most sensitive. I was like, what's happening? Because the we highest. Have the most sensitive the highest response rate. Feature, yeah. Thanks. And it still wasn't picking up mm-hmm. him crying to start moving faster. It was just a mess. It mm-hmm. was a hot mess. Mm-hmm. I'm still tired from yesterday. And then we had a nerve. We, we went outside multiple times yesterday. Yes. We took to long get them walks, tired. Mm-hmm. Make sure you get all the sunlight because it, a nice day in the sun yeah. always makes me tired. I mean, I love, yeah. I love summer because we can knock Liam out. <laughs> like keep him out in the sun for a good amount of time. He's usually like, he'll pass yeah. out in like two seconds and usually stays maybe not on bed all night. I mean, mm-hmm. last summer we were in the state of having him sleep in his bed all night. Yeah. And then, you know, we transformed his room and he got a big boy bed and we put polka dots on the wall and, and it was like a, <laughs> something snapped and he's like, well, I'm not sleeping in this room all night. Yeah. I thought that big boy bed, I, I thought he would love it. was going to keep him in there the entire time. Anyways, just to tell you, like, just don't plan anything <laughs> or just plan that there's going to be dis- disruptions and, you know, and be maybe, flexible. Yeah. And be flexible. So we didn't get to have our margaritas yesterday no. or today, but 
maybe we'll just do a random ass Tuesday or Wednesday in the middle of the mm-hmm. week and just take a break, you know? Yeah. Or we should just stop recording now because Maybe you should it's make quiet. us one right now. <laughs> I'm sitting here with no margarine in my hand. Make it right now. Anywho. <laughs> I'm Fatima. And I'm Brian. You're listening to Millennial and Pregnant. In our last episode of this season, we're going to reflect on our time as a family of four. Our last episode is a year. I never thought we would get here so quickly. I know. It's kind of sad. But we can always think of something else to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Revive our other series yeah. uh, while you were napping. Yeah, I mean... I forget at what point we did that when Liam was younger. When because, he had like two hour naps. Yeah. Cause right now, <laughs> like in the guaranteed two hour nap right now, I think Blair is still in the phase of, I'm going to just throw you for a loop and I'm going to sleep for 40 minutes <laughs> or I'm going to sleep for three hours. Like remember when he had a three yep. hour nap? Yep. Yep. So he's still going through so many growth spurts, which means you sometimes get a little you get more sleep or you get less sleep mm-hmm. during these times it, it just all depends that's true uh, they're so unpredictable at this age yeah I, I thought i thought he was in a spot where we had a schedule and then whatever reason last week was just some kind of wrench happened yeah at um, least during the day yeah I would say because he's still like on it with like sleeping at night, but even still, I can't quite get him to wake up at the same times during the night. It's like within the, it's within a couple hour like range. Yeah. But that makes such a difference because if he gets up at four Mm -hmm. versus five, if he gets up at four, I can put him back to sleep and he'll wake up again at like six, six 30. If he wakes up at five and he sees that sun coming up, it's like, (laughs) We're done. Yeah. And I just dread it. I almost try to, if, unless he's like really, really crying, I try to like see if the snoo can rock him back to sleep because if I'm in my, I'm like, once I get you out, you're not going back to sleep. Yeah. Especially so, when it's on the highest level for when it's only on for like a minute. Yeah. And then he's like, <laughs> and starts laughing yeah. and giggling and it's like, okay, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a roller coaster ride. It's on yeah. the <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it's an amusement park. And then if you know, our son sneaks, Liam sneaks into the bed, then yeah. that wakes him up and it's like, great. Yeah. Like we're it's all like, up. <gasps> it's Blair. Blair gets up. Five 30 in the morning. Yep. And the entire house is up. Yep. So yep. fun times. But it's almost, I was going to say four and a half months, but it's, it's almost at five months. Yeah. With this kid. Almost at five months. I'm go, what I've been back to work for the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. It's been more than three weeks or is this this past? I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm going into my fourth week. I'm not even sure anymore. But so we I'm, should revive the, uh, how are you feeling? Oh, how I'm feeling. <laughs> I'm tired. Yesterday. I don't know. I just. I'm just tired. <laughs> There's no other. And I'm just trying to get used to just remaining in this state. But this mm-hmm. it was a no. It was a different type of tired yesterday and today. And I'm trying to figure out 
why that's the case. I don't think I've also, the weather, I think my mom always says, like, you know, look to the weather too. And Mm -hmm. I think it's been extra hot. So I need to remember that I'm so breastfeeding. And so it's going to take a lot of energy out of me. Mm -hmm. And then the hot weather, what being hot outside, (laughs) I can't even talk with it being hot outside. I need to drink extra water. So it's just like, I should be drinking like two gallons of water every day (laughs) at this point. Cause my body, I think is feeling it Uh as I look at my really full water bottle that I need to take a sip of. But, uh, I think that's probably why I've been feeling this way. And then we've also been trying to really get our toddler super tired and taking advantage of the nice weather this weekend. Mm-hmm. So we were outside, we were outside guys like outside, <laughs> not really. We just like walked around in our neighborhood, but that's fine. We went to the park several times. We, went, we walked down to the water. We were like, r- I was running across the field with Liam today. Um, Clint, you know, I get up on those playgrounds too. I'm up, you know, riding on the scooter mm-hmm. with him. So once cool again, mom. My, I think one time my sister uh, came to visit us and I think at the, I think, yeah, we had both the babies with us and we're like running. No, no, no. I was pregnant still. And uh-huh. I was trying to get Liam to be tired and I'm like running up the hill with him and running down. And she goes, aren't you trying to make him tired or not you tired? <laughs> I was like, sometimes it happens to both. Like it's just a success uh-huh. if I can still remain awake, but usually if I'm making him tired, mm-hmm. I'm going to be tired too. So he gets really, he gets more of his energy out if one of us is like playing with him. Yeah. So Yes. In conclusion, I'm tired. I will always be tired, but I'm at a level <laughs> 10 when I usually am at a level five and I need to probably drink more fluids. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't let this recording stop. Yeah, you. I know. I know. Drink your water. So, <laughs> and right before I was starting to set up, it was five minutes after his bedtime and he was passed out. In oh, there. so it works. Yeah. Well, you know, it totally we'll see how long he'll be down for. <laughs> If he sleeps in his bed until at least two or three o'clock in the morning, then I know we did our job. Yeah. If he wakes up before or by midnight, then he really wasn't that tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll see. That's a good thermometer mm-hmm. degree of, of uh, <laughs> how, uh, yeah, whatever time he goes down. I can't even think straight. Um, but I'm tired too. I am, I am tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm exhausted. Um, and like you said, now that you're back at work, it's, it's, it's hard being, um, a single parent during the day. Oh, okay. (laughs) This looks like this. Yeah. He's funny. This, but on a serious note, the whole picture of like me returning back to work and just everything looks so different from when I returned to work with Uh Liam. Um, it's like good. I think mm-hmm. in mostly good ways because now that I am working this more flexible work arrangement where I go into work for two days and then I'm home for the other three has really like, I don't feel like I'm away from home as much as it's, it's nice. I'm, it's less mm-hmm. stressful for me to be able to do that. But then also on the flip side, when I do go into work, I am, I have to do this commute where I'm getting, you know, onto the Metro North but I was talking to someone at work, side note, and they live in like Brooklyn and it takes them an hour <laughs> to get to work. And me, it's actually great door to door. It's mm-hmm. an hour. So, you know, 
I think door to door with some parts of the city that we lived in because we usually like to be away from as many people as possible because <laughs> <laughs> we're very social people. But somehow the neighborhoods we've moved to they became trendy neighborhoods because like- we're trendsetters. I tell you this. <laughs> And I'm not even kidding. Every place that we've moved where there's barely anybody, Mm -hmm. very affordable, a year or so later, you see this swarm of people. Mm -hmm. Even months later, you see all of these people come into the neighborhood. The the neighborhood's changing. Like our old neighborhood, there's higher buildings up. Mm -hmm. There's more Starbucks you can find. There's a subway (laughs) at the corner of the block that we used to live. Like it's insane how much the neighborhood has transformed then we were in that transitional period when we were up in East Harlem mm-hmm. and I don't even know where at what state that's in, but felt like that was starting to be trendy and then we left and then I don't think it's trendy anymore. Yeah. Like a, a bunch of different restaurants that we used to love and mm-hmm. go to opened up and then they closed down. Mm-hmm. There was one really good one, Har- Harlem bottle and Colt co mm-hmm. that was really cute that opened up i think they're still open so there are some stuff that still kind of succeeded but like even when we're in the grocery store and it's like no one's there yeah. and then as soon as we're like going online the store is like filled filled up so we're just like we're right there we're we're right before everything kind of starts <laughs> to happen or i jump online what was i just doing i jumped online i was like thank god i just jumped on this line and a swarm of people came behind us ice cream we were yesterday. at the zoo oh, we were zoo at the zoo i went to go get we went to go get ice cream there was nobody remember we yep. just walked right up to the line and then all of a sudden there was like five different families behind us that started mm-hmm. to wait mm-hmm. for for stuff and i was like what's happened but this happens to us every single time mm-hmm. maybe it's because we realize first that there's no one outside or there's yeah. no one in online but and then everyone kind of joins mm-hmm. but uh i say that all because why was i saying that Going oh this was just a difference <laughs> yeah this is a change <laughs> in our neighborhood so the, so the difference see i'm losing track and i'm going on tangents but um so even though it's taking me an hour to get to work door to door, um, you know, some people it's the same thing, but even when I was in the city, it was sometimes take us 40 minutes. Yeah. And if the subways were delayed, it would take us an hour. Mm-hmm. So I don't really feel like I'm lo- It's the only thing is planning to get on the train. Cause some yeah. just come constantly and here. I'm like, I got to get on this train yeah. and you know, at, at like four 30 <laughs> because it's a 40 minute ride or a 47 minute ride or a 57 minute ride. <laughs> seriously so i'm like well i guess i'm gonna get on the 40 minute ride um and you know i have a really great you know great relationship with my boss slash you know we're friends and just a, my support system at work i think is really great because no one really gets on me for having to catch the 4 30 train in order to get i'm like i still get home at 5 15 and then i just want to know like a second shift starts at that time mm-hmm. where once i walk in the door at 515 I'm like I'm on the go the entire time feeding putting all my pump stuff away cleaning it maybe making dinner or whatever warming up dinner um giving you some type of a little bit of a break from whatever kind of day that we that we that you had with them um but I think it's it's so far at least in the last three weeks I think it's worked I think there's obviously some things that maybe we'll have to plan even better when mm-hmm. you get back to work like yeah. dinner we'll have to like really meal prep yes 100%. we'll have to meal prep or you know where everything is chopped mm-hmm. on sundays <laughs> i don't know if we can do that but 
at least the day of night yeah. before like while we're you know maybe not i can only binge watch one episode instead of or that's not binge watching that's one episode i can only watch one episode instead of two because mm-hmm. i need to take that 30 minutes to chop up and get anything ready that i need for dinner tomorrow mm-hmm. or go to bed a little bit later we'll just we'll see what happens <laughs> uh once the crock pot <laughs> yeah i mean it's getting I mean, hot, it's hot so we'll have to Crockpot. I'm not about the crockpot life when it's you know 90 degree weather outside. Mm-hmm. So we'll just need to think of you know yeah. uh, some easy recipes, prepping ahead of time. Um, I still kind of sign off at work around the same time that I would leave to commute because if I'm here, I need to start making dinner and stuff like that. So uh, we'll we'll figure out how that mm-hmm. how that might look. But what else is different from you know Liam versus Blair yeah. in this like stage of our lives right now. Like what, um, you know, in terms of physical recovery. Oh, um, I feel like I am besides me complaining just now that I'm so tired, but <laughs> I feel like that was the same with Liam as well. Uh, um, this tired is different cause you're splitting your time. with. Yes. We're splitting our time with two kids. That's very true. So if I gave myself a little bit of a break or I'm like, okay, Brian, take the baby or whatever. And then there's this big, big eyed toddler looking at you being like, you want to play with trains? You want to put a puzzle together? You want to do a crossword puzzle? Do you want to, <laughs> can I help you make dinner? It's just like, I was at the grocery store and I went to go to the grocery store to get his stuff for lunch. So, so I, I do. So you know that I'm like starving. So I, I've said it to Brian. I'm like I'm hungry. So you know I said Liam, do you want to come with me? At first he's like, no, I want to play. And I'm like, well, I'm leaving. And so I phrase it that way. And it's like all of a sudden, like, oh yeah, I want to come with you. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay. I knew that my patience was going to be running thin because I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. And I told you guys I'm very tired. So you know if you're playing a drinking game and you have take a shot every time I say you're tired, you might be at like 20 shots right now. <laughs> So I'll try and say that I'm not tired anymore. <laughs> so I'm I'm out there and, you know, I was doing really good. I took a couple of deep breaths when we were in the store. He wasn't being, and you know, I look back and I was like, he was being a normal toddler. Mm-hmm. He was being actually great in the stroller, like not in the shopping cart, not going crazy or trying to th- pick things off the um, mm-hmm. shelves. Not like some other kids that I see, which it's, I get sometimes I, I, I feel bad sometimes when I see that I'm like, do you need help? <laughs> because I, I can only imagine sometimes even when Liam's like kind of calm, but making his train sounds, I want to be like, I want to scream <laughs> when I'm in the store. So if that's happening, I can only imagine what the parent is feeling. So like he was being great, um, or doing the simple th- things that a toddler does. But then by the time I'm think I'm just so hungry, people are cutting me off in the store. I think it was everyone else, and then mm. on top of that, of my low blood sugar, that like by the time we got out to the car, I don't even know what he did. But I was like, I was like, Liam, mommy cannot take you outside. <laughs> if you if you're gonna, I forget what exactly I said to him, but I kind of I lost my patience a little bit, and then I took a deep breath, and I was like, what is he really doing? And I reflected on that I'm like I'm just I'm tired and I'm hungry and him making a train sound or being a little bit fidgety is not his fault that's what that's what Mm -hmm. they're expected to do but I say all that because I also realized while I was in the grocery store I said wow I don't think this entire weekend I think the same is true for you I had a moment to myself (laughs) because we kind of Uh, we did the we did the 
we did the splitting like splitting you know the kids. you know either yeah. you had Blair or I had Blair or you had Liam mm-hmm. and then sometimes we find a time where I'm like go work out and I'll take both of them or and mm-hmm. or you know I go and I'm like okay I need to go do my hair because ladies you know on Sunday sometimes it takes an entire <laughs> you know good three hours for me to get my hair done for the rest of the week uh so like I didn't even do that this weekend yeah, which no. you know so I really I, I was like I haven't been by myself this mm-hmm. entire time mm-hmm. and with us new our new strategy with putting Liam down and Blair goes down so easily except for last night uh it was even just I didn't even usually I have a second of where I'm just scrolling on the couch while you're putting Blair Liam down mm-hmm. and I didn't even have that I was like <laughs> I haven't I had no fatima time so I need to find it in this yeah. during this week uh to have some type of sanity because I didn't I don't think I not that and like every you guys bring me so much joy, but sometimes you really do need at least half an hour to an hour where it's just yeah. like it's yep. just me and I don't have to talk to anyone mm-hmm. and I don't have to care or have a conversation. I just can just be and we're good like that. Some we're mm-hmm. good like that for the most part. We're sitting on the couch, but even still, just like being alone in your room, it's just like <laughs> it's a whole nother feeling. So all those single people or just people who are able to do that, even with it, with kids, like don't take that for granted yeah. because that's such that's such an important time to reflect on just or just to be with yourself is so so important. Mm-hmm. And we didn't really have that um, this weekend, but we had a lot of family time, so that was that was good. But we'll definitely yeah. try to find some time this week to definitely i did i did have me time on the bike yesterday when you went to the store oh because blair was in because i put blair down for a nap and he was napping for i think that was an hour and you were an hour and a half wow so so i did i did get my me time of bike and shower (laughs) wow what time was that at oh that was in the morning I didn't even shower last night. Was that the morning? Or yesterday. You went in the morning, I think. Yes, I we went after the park. It was around noon or oh. like 11 o'clock. Yeah, 11, 11 a.m. Yeah, that was the second So I remember we walked in and it was 11, 11. Yeah. And Liam goes, it's 11, 11. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> and then I quickly fed Blair. Yeah. And then we went and we had a little mini trip to Marshall's. Yeah. That's right. Oh, so that was at noon. Okay, yeah, that was really, the Marshall trip would have been a me time. I was like, let me take Liam because he's he's really great outside. He's a great shopping buddy. Mm-hmm. If you have a shopping, you need a shopping cart though. Mm-hmm. He'll hold your like he's not gonna. One time we ran through the store, but for the most part, he'll hold your hand and go through the store. But he gets tired and he's a little yeah. prince, and so he wants to be yep. he he wants to be carted around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, I'll shop with you, but I'm not walking around <laughs> with you. So, um, That's so I did that. He was fine, you know. I but it's it's just different. Once again, when mm-hmm. you're wandering aimlessly in Marshalls mm-hmm. and Home Goods is great, mm-hmm. and you're buying things that you did not need because <laughs> I definitely brought some stuff that I did not need yesterday, but that's fine. And is there anything, um, kind of physical recovery with Liam and now physical recovery can take up to a year, maybe longer for after childbirth. So is there anything that was kind of different or did you just kind of feel like recovery is about the same? I uh, recovery with Blair this time around was definitely harder I don't know if we spoke about it before, but like I, you know, you know, the blood pressure in the very beginning was really scary time. I think I'm 
over the hump, even though that can very much still be something that comes back or I'll feel my body and my blood pressure going up. But I've realized, and even talking to my doctor, instead of popping the pills that I have, instead just doing things to make sure I can get it down. So it's kind of forced me um, to eat a little bit better, especially during that, because when you're breastfeeding, you're just constantly hungry and you need snacks. You're going to probably grab for the snacks that are not the greatest, but mm-hmm. now I think I'll snack. Talked, I think we talked a lot about your pregnancy snacking, so <laughs> <laughs> we all know that the was backstory. Like, ooh, that, was, <laughs> that was the next level. But so now when I'm hungry, the last couple nights I got yogurt or I mm. was eating some fruits. Mm-hmm. I had some dark chocolate. I have been really into caramel popcorn, which I haven't been into that since I was my one, one of my really, one of my best friends. Huh? Is it? Well, yeah, Eileen, uh, she sent me for mother's day, like the sweet treat. You can pick anything, candy, popcorn, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, can like, I really was leaning towards the candy. I was like, Ooh, this popcorn looks different and good. And so Mm -hmm. I got these three flavors, two savory, and then a caramel popcorn one. Cause I was like, you can't go wrong. Who doesn't like caramel popcorn? And I'm sure there's people who don't, but anyways, I love it. <laughs> the jalapeno one that I, oh, so good. I love a spicy um, popcorn or chip or whatever. So I rediscovered my love for caramel popcorn <laughs> because one of my best friends had, Eileen had sent it to me um, or I picked that as one of my gifts. So I'll, I snack, I'll snack on that sometimes. Yeah. So because you came home with a bag of caramel popcorn in your purse. Yes, <laughs> I did come home. Oh, I thought you were getting Liam, to that. Point. Liam and I were both hungry because the time we left was eleven o'clock, and then by the time we were making it back home, it was close to like one, and yeah. that was our prime lunchtime. So I'm once again, I'm outside with Liam, hungry. Why do I do this to myself? <laughs> we didn't pack any snacks. I just had one piece of chocolate, dark chocolate, yeah. which. Liam was like, you have any snacks? So I ended up giving him that. So I, now I had nothing. So I went to the cash out line, checkout mm-hmm. line and, and at Marshall's and there's always like those sweet candies and, mm-hmm. or chips and stuff. And what I saw was the, the popcorn. So we, <laughs> so we got the popcorn and we're like, him and I were like munching on it in the car cause we were so hungry. So yes, you didn't have to t- put all my business out there, but we did like get that. caramel popcorn yesterday <laughs> and I had it shoved in my purse when I got back have some i'm gonna eat that i was like what do i have for a snack and i have that so i'm gonna go in the cabinet after this and have it but yeah physically um after you know in the recovery process was a little was harder i think i don't know like you're i'm just getting a little older i guess uh i indulged a lot (laughs) during (laughs) the this time around and so i think my body was just like okay it was just like in some type of shock uh once Mm -hmm. i actually gave birth and all the other things I would say, you know, even though it's a big thing, the blood pressure issue, but other than that, it was very similar, just being tired. I think the, I guess I don't even put this in like with the recovery because the whole bounce back thing, I did feel like with Liam by this time around, I was back where I was before which I'm very close this time around, but I still very much like still need, you know, to the, you might, what do we say? Your uterus expands more than 500 times. So you just oh have a, like, a little bit of a little bit of a pouch there. Um, 
I wear a lot of high-waisted jeans, so people don't really notice. I'm like, oh, you look great. And I'm like, yes, I, I do look great, even if my yes, gut is kind of falling out a little a little bit. <laughs> and it's not, it's not much of anything, but just is just, thank you. This is just, you know, a difference between, you know, bouncing back, you know, I quote unquote you guys can't see me but i'm doing quotes around bounce back (laughs) the whole bounce back um, (laughs) narrate yeah the whole bounce back um culture or whatever or pressure that there is uh, it definitely what does robin um call it bounce forward forward. you want to be better than where you were before right but right before i got pregnant this time around I was working out like Mm -hmm. um at least two times a week which was like really good for me like going on the bike and and all other stuff like I had I felt really I felt really really good so I want to at least go back to that I want to go back to that feeling um you know having that energy and just Mm -hmm. feeling more in shape more than okay this is physically how you're looking but there's some things that i really love and i'm like i don't want to go away like my sister she's like oh you got a little bit of a a little bit of filling out my jeans a little bit more i'm like i will keep that um so let's figure out ways and exercises that i can do to keep that and just like you know just focus on like but just in general even if you don't have a gut or whatever when you're you give birth and stuff and you're what's happening to your muscles just muscles mm-hmm. just building your core strength and i really haven't done any i'm like i haven't done anything <laughs> i haven't done anything to actually get there yeah. um so that's something that i'll have to like work on i just physically mm-hmm. want to feel like i'm more in shape and not necessarily go back to the you know exact same figure that i was before i had him mm-hmm. um even though guys i'm very much very close and so that's you know whatever a blessing or what you know that's great um but now i just want to physically feel that way as well yeah maybe we should and when we talk about our schedules get you uh those two days back on the bike i'm a a, like an after work person Mm. and so once blair is out of our room in like a month oh my gosh yeah because he's gonna transition transition out of the bassinet and snoo into his crib that's he's gonna be we should give him his 30-day notice yeah right he's yeah (laughs) really real soon so i feel like once that happens and we put them down that was my time i would go back into the room and i would work out i'm not i'm the the morning pre-work yeah something like i'm the Mm pre-shower like morning routine workout and you're the post because what i need to jump start my morning is jump in the shower like Mm. that's like what wakes me up that's what calms me cleanses me and then I start my day like I don't even usually come out here to have breakfast and stuff until I've gone into the shower and stuff so like that's kind of my thing Mm -hmm. whereas you you come out here and you have your coffee and you work out Mm -hmm. and then you eat I'm like no 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 no. (laughs) that's not how I work right now so we'll see so other than that I think the physical physical recovery has been uh has been very similar between the two i would say good okay so i know we talked a little bit about sleeping but um let's talk about sleeping a little bit more and for the kids and we know that every baby is different one two no one should ever define or let sleep define how your baby is doing Mm -hmm. to a degree now if they're not sleeping that's you know talk to a pediatrician (laughs) and because you're not asleep because if they're not sleeping you're not sleeping. exactly but if they're sleeping the appropriate amount of time per day we know that 
breastfed babies will will have shorter stints of sleep than maybe a formula baby or maybe some babies are just different whatever um but we shouldn't let sleep define how well your child is doing mm-hmm. to a degree again if they're not sleeping that's just a yeah problem. it can you know anything <laughs> that you know messes up with their development but yeah more of like the comparing of oh my god my exactly. my child slept for 12 hours you know straight versus my child slept 12 hours but they woke up twice for 15 minutes to eat Mm -hmm. and that's okay you know that doesn't make that baby any worse or better than the next Mm -hmm. so and sometimes we just get into that compare compare game which can be really that hurts you more than it hurts Mm -hmm. anything else and hurts your experience because you're constantly just being like okay is my baby measuring up to what this baby that I'm seeing on Instagram doing Mm -hmm. or what my friends are telling me they're doing. There's very rarely, I mean, if you're at this, you have a child this age, you're tired. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, but now we've been, as we alluded to, now we're going, we have our four-year-old coming back in our room and Mm -hmm. I don't don't know if there's a four-year-old regression. I don't know what's happening. We did. We looked it up. It's a thing. Oh yeah. Because they start getting Um, scared now. Yes. We, that's right. We did talk about that. Um, but yeah, so now he's coming into our room. We're not even hearing him anymore. Mm-hmm. We used to hear him. Now he, now I just wake up and he's there. <laughs> he's he's there, no longer the standing open. over us. Thank God. Mm-hmm. So he just climbs scared. in. <laughs> he just climbs in, but we must know we like, we must part from each other and know he's going to come into the bed or he knows to kind of Squeeze figure it out, us. you know, cause sometimes people are not fully awake, but they'll move over. <laughs> I guess. And so he's just in the middle. Yep. And sometimes he's like way on your pillow. Like he's on top of you and you're like on the edge. I I'm wake like, up and I'm happen? like, I, one, I woke up, uh, what's today? Sunday, Friday, mm-hmm. I guess Saturday morning or whatever, overnight. And my foot was on the ground <laughs> of the, of our floor. Yeah. But I was still in the bed, but I was on the edge. <laughs> I was like, what's wow. happening? You, you just, because you, I have someone next to me on my shoulder <laughs> taking up my whole pillow because mm-hmm. he's a pillow hog he is a pillow he hog. wants the pillow and i almost want to be like when you come into the room bring your bring pillow, your pillow. <laughs> <laughs> no seriously i want to be like go get your pillow Sleepover. seriously yeah. so i'm like maybe we need to just get a third pillow in there him. yes but he does have two pillows on his bed so maybe i, I just like prematurely just one the put little silk that. one no, he wants a big pillow I know, I know. because half of his body, he sleeps with the pillow on top know, of the pillow. I know, Very I know. weird. Or he'll sleep like horizontal <laughs> on the pillow. He likes that. I don't know why. So yeah, that's been an adjustment. I, Which, my whole thing. Okay. Your kids are not going to be here forever or need you forever. Should I say? So let them, it's fine. I'm like, just come into the bed. Yeah. But. I got to at least still be sleeping. Don't wake me up or the baby up when you're, when you're there, when you get there. And then in the morning, it's just what I like. You can't, you got to wake up. Right. (laughs) Because this morning I sent him back to his bed. Mm -hmm. I said, you need to get up and you need to go back to your bed because I just needed first. I just can't wake up with like, chaos, you know, because (laughs) exactly with chaos, because even because when he wakes up in his bed in the morning, he nicely goes, daddy, where are you? Like, you know, remember that? Like when our little baby used to to do that. And so he always woke up really calm. So we never woke up with "Ah," with craziness. And so when he wakes up in our bed, it's like, 
he's I'm ready to go. Train train sounds, people. Train sounds. (laughs) Any like just wanted to talk, and I'm I'm no. No, we can't. We can't do this right now, because then I have you know Blair over here. He's like on a roller coaster, laughing and screaming, and you know then he's like, "Oh no, I'm actually hungry, mommy." And I'm like, "What is happening?" So I'm trying yeah. to feed him, and, and I have a train in. sound in one mm-hmm. ear and kicking you in the back. So I, I was like, "You need to get up and go to your room." And yeah. maybe you know, maybe that's our new thing. We just I mm-hmm. wake up in the morning and I say, "Okay." It's time to go back into your bed. Mm-hmm. If I see that he's up and just send him into his room and then he start his day coming out of his bed, even though he didn't sleep in there all night, he starts his day coming out of his bed. Cause I feel like it's just a much yeah. better experience for all of us. If he does that. Cause once he went back to his room and then I got up with him and I'm like, I took Blair and, and I said, do you want to come in the living room with us? He's like, no, I want to, I want to sleep in my bed until six 40. No, he was like, okay, I'm done <laughs> after like 15 minutes. I'm sitting out here in the living room and he's like, I'm done. Daddy, I'm done. I was like, then come out here, Liam. Yeah. No, I want to still sleep. I'm like, what do you, do you want to come out here or not? So I go in there and I turn the hatch to the yellow, which is his program to get up at six forty. <laughs> and he's like, and he just looked at me. I was like, come on, like go, you go use the potty. Um, and then come back, you know, wash your hands and come back out in the living room. So I walked out of his room and I come back to the, cause I was so tired this morning. So yeah. I just came out here and just sitting with Blair. And then I hear <laughs> across the floor and I'm like, what is that kid doing? He, he dragged the chair in the room over to the hatch to switch it back to the white noise because <laughs> he wanted to go back to sleep. Uh-oh. I was like, so go back to sleep, Liam. Ten minutes later, I'm all done. <laughs> I was like, get You're out here games. right now. You get, get out here right now. Now I'm just thinking, even if he wakes up super early, because, you know, Blair, we can't control and he's going to have his yeah. early wake times, is that even if you're up and that's where I got this, the whole hatch thing was from actually a partner I work with when I was mm-hmm. at my old firm and she had said she programmed her kids, but she, it was right. She's like, they know this time, even if they're awake or they hear us, like they don't come out their room until this time yeah. every yeah. day. And so maybe that's just like, maybe we discovered something this morning, just put mm-hmm. him back into his room. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do anything and you can make all the train sounds while you're laying in bed, Mm -hmm. but you don't get out of your bed until this time. And I don't know why people are probably going to think we're so weird with the 640. (laughs) I don't know how we got to the 640. I can't quite remember, but we just need to change it. That was the average wake up time. And so you put it It like 630. I think, I think 630 was his average wake up time. I'm like, let's like push it. I was like, let's try to do like 10 more minutes. Mm Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, Oh, six 30 now. I mean, now we're waking up at five 30, but, um, I think it was, he was always waking up around six 30. So I'm like, let's do six 40. And then, okay. so I, that's when the, it changes from white noise to yellow, which means good morning, wake yeah. up. But, uh, but I guess what I was trying to get with that today is he was calm after he changed the hatch back and didn't want to get up and then get up and then ultimately got up. He was calm and fine. And so that's him getting out of bed, being calm, doing his routine in the morning. 
So to your point of send him back to his bed so that we can do that. He was calm after that. You know, the last four, you know, four and a half months have been tiring and change for us, but it has very much been such a change for him. Uh And so if we can keep, even if you're going to end up coming into our bed Mm -hmm. or whatever you're doing to, you know, sneak in there and then we don't hear you that at least (laughs) we send you back. Even if you're waiting, because he gets woken up by Blair. That's the reason why he's waking up because he will sleep until at least mm-hmm. six or six thirty. So five thirty yeah. is early for him. Or seven, like the other day when I left with Blair, I yeah. snuck. I snuck out of that yeah. room mm-hmm. with the baby. Yep. And you, you and, and I were sleeping, mm-hmm. and uh, at least seven o'clock. And then that's when our the grocery store across the street opens, and I needed half and half, so I was quietly leaving with Blair to go get half and half. And this little person comes down the hallway at seven o'clock. Daddy, where are you going? <laughs> I was like, go back to mommy. I'll be, I'll be back in five minutes. <laughs> yeah. And then he came back and I was like, where's daddy? <laughs> so we're like sending him back and forth. And then I saw, I get a notification every time you unlock the door yeah. at our apartment. So I was like, oh, he, he like went to the store. So I texted him. I was like, where are you? He's like, yeah. North Shore. It's like, great. Um, and because I was exhausted, I'm trying to get him to watch something on the iPad, but you were watching uh, Netflix or something and then another oh. we had another account open and I'm like great I can't watch like I can't even put this uh, yeah, on yeah, yeah, for yeah. him anyway we digress so we finally kind of figured out something yeah to work I felt like he got out of bed and he was much quicker so it, this, we say all this so, to say that it's been such an adjustment mm-hmm. <laughs> for not only just us but for Liam having mm-hmm. this new person a part of our family mm-hmm. And trying to figure out like what that means and getting back some type of our, he's getting back his schedule, like what he, mm-hmm. he very much needs. Yeah. And, and talking about the kids, like in terms of getting along, I feel like one Blair, our four month old is so entertained he by likes, Liam. He likes Liam more than he likes us. He does. Cause we'll be talking to him or you'll be talking to him, but Liam's doing something and his head turns so fast. Yeah. <laughs> To go look at what Liam's doing is laughing at yeah. Liam. He's, He's like very trying entertained to, by him, and very, Liam very. loves to talk to Blair. Yeah, loves it. And so um, far, the first thing he does when he gets up in the morning, he didn't say he was going to go into the living room to find Daddy. He said he was going to go find Blair. Oh, wow. So when he left the room looking, and you saw you guys were going to North to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. He, he was looking for Blair. <laughs> so that's we, the first thing he wants to do in the morning is find him. Yeah. When I, when I pick up Liam from school, sometimes his first question is where's Blair? Yeah. <laughs> where's Blair? <laughs> He's at home. He's at home. <laughs> it's like Mr. Blair. Who's a cranky pants? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like so cute. He's, he's, he's cute. like, he'll say all the things that we say. He's like, is Blair being cranky pants? Is he tired? Yeah. Or does he want a diaper change? Yeah. And what color is his poop? Yeah, he's is like so, con- yeah, so concerned with the color of his poop. I think we talk about poop a lot. We must talk about poop a lot. But Liam is being the the best, sweetest big brother right now, and so that was really, that was really, it's really nice so far. It's going well. Yeah, with the two of them. I mean, my mom reminds me. She's like, it could be. She's like, some kids like just don't like it when you oh, bring yeah. a new kid into the mix. And, I'm, and I want to ask her, which kid was that of, of us? <laughs> she says, like, we're all ain't that we were all angels. I'm mm-hmm. sure we were. I'm sure there was something right. Um, but <laughs> she's like, he does really, really well with him. Yeah. Just just an FYI. You know, sometimes you need that perspective from just people 
that are around you and part mm-hmm. of your village to like kind of remind you or like it's always good when you get assurance like good reassurances like yeah, that you don't want to hear oh your child's like, mm. that's true but it was nice to hear that because it's like okay he actually likes likes him mm-hmm. this is a good thing mm-hmm. so that's going well and then um you know state of the state just going i know we briefly touched on schedules um but you're back to work mm-hmm. that's going yeah. as you you know alluded to and we're gonna have to once i go back to work and it's has been such a very different uh situation this time around because you went back to work after 16 weeks Mm -hmm. like i did the first time and then you had you had six months off the first time and now we're flipped (laughs) yeah you have 16 weeks and now i have six months so i think that's probably also that played into my tiredness good thing with me going back to work this time around it was the first time also is that I'm not entering like the busy time. So I have mm-hmm. a little bit of, you know, okay, just low hanging fruit that I'm getting done. When you go back to work, I'm actually going to be jumping into one of the busier times <laughs> of the year for me yeah. now with you back to work. And it's just going to be just chaos. like chaos be- that to <laughs> pray for us in the beginning yeah. of July, because it will be very, very rough for mm-hmm. us. Um, but I forgot what I was going to say. I don't know where you were headed with that. Um, but I was going to talk about parental leave a little bit. And what were you trying to, what do you think you're trying to say? I'm not sure. I'll go back to that okay. thought, but I just so, like totally, but I was just kind of thinking, okay, I had the difference in time. Um, I felt like I, I, although I went back early, I kind of felt like I was like ready mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit because guys like parental leave is not a vaca- vacation. Mm-hmm. And also when you're, once again, talking a lot about poop, apparently, because Liam's <laughs> or, or color of poop or anything else, then you start to kind of, you know, you, you get a new self, right? You're now a parent of two mm-hmm. or you just became a parent and, you know, you're this different person. But then you also kind of lose some mm-hmm. of who you are in, the, in that when you're in parental leave because it's all about mm-hmm. keeping this And a child layer of alive. pandemic. Yes. And then the pandemic. And so I, I was like, I need to have another conversation. That's not about, <laughs> um, poop or Trains. a schedule or hatch time or whatever else. It, it, you know, I just needed to have just conversation, even if it was about balance sheets, <laughs> <laughs> just anything else other than that. And so, um, I think that was kind of why I was like, quote unquote ready, but even, but 16 weeks, although very great. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really whoever came up with the 16 weeks, (laughs) because it's pretty standard across the board, at least in the U.S. If you're if you are fortunate enough, was the 12 what you know, corporate standard was 12. Yeah. And then now it's like 16 weeks. I don't know who came up with that, because that is your throat. If you send someone back to work during that time you don't know that that's a major time for development for your child so sleep regressions mm-hmm. happen um yeah the milestones weren't taken into account it's milestones weren't taken into account <laughs> yeah so you you have a, so also when that happens is appointment times that come start uh-huh. coming up sleep regressions just it just it just doesn't mm-hmm. line up <laughs> with um and just also um 
what are the milestones like rolling over yeah. like that's all when that starts stuff. to happen Not the fun stuff but all the the kids yeah the movement stuff. yeah they start to grab at things so these are it's a big pivotal developmental time yeah. during that time during this period and they're like go back to work <laughs> <laughs> whoa what <laughs> like your child is actually like it's no yeah. longer just like this newborn even though mm-hmm. our newborns have been very alert which is really freaky but there's no more of that like oh like sleepiness. you know sleepiness like they're awake now yeah. and they're doing a lot of things mm-hmm. now and then they're they're also not sleeping the greatest because they have this major sleep regression because their whole sleep pattern is now changing there's no longer light sleep and d- deep sleep it's uh like a normal mature oh, you, yeah. you know different cycles that you're going in and out of sleep <laughs> so that's really rough for a, ch- uh, a a baby and now they're telling you to go back to work so it's just like whoever came up with that i just need people to understand like maybe give them 18 weeks maybe give them five months so like that yeah. was what was great when i had the almost six months my first time around is because i was able to recover from that mm-hmm. sleep regression i was able to be there during like you know the the rolling over mm-hmm. milestone i mean we were there but we had him on the mat turn around and he's he's like <laughs> rolled over first. the other way and we're like what happened like no <laughs> one saw your first roll we just noticed you were rolled over the yeah. the other way like we just turned ahead for two seconds um but it's just like it you know i i wish that like it wasn't lined up with such a pivotal mm-hmm. time in their lives the only saving grace in going back to work early is that i'm home mm-hmm. for more than half the week and so i'm only away for two days but so much can happen in those two days i'm just like don't allow him to roll over don't allow him <laughs> to take his first steps in those two days just kind of wait for me just a little bit like all together i'm away from him not even a full eight hours each of those days um so not even um 16 um hours i'm away from him each each week but so mm-hmm. much can happen in in those 16 hours it's it's insane and how do you think you going back to work first this time versus second last time do you think it's helpful this way um again it's helpful that you have flexible work arrangement but yeah whereas like we're not full you're not going back to work and we're fully jumping into like our two work schedules and this way you can kind of focus on easing back into work before we have to focus on yeah because when i was going back to work it was like okay we have to do this balance and act and you're you're already at work and now i'm just like well you're still on leave so (laughs) bye (laughs) all i have to worry about is pumping and that's and that's it um Mm -hmm. so i guess in that sense it's made it better um for me in this process i would say so yeah Yeah. it's a good thing yeah for for right now so you're gonna experience what i felt right because i'm gonna have this demand for work and now you're going back to work jumping into everything which you know you've been keeping more up to date than i had when i was on leave and so you know you're jumping into (laughs) so um that'll be you know you'll see kind of what i felt that first time but even still i think because we i would hope we figured out our communication and figured out what works and what doesn't work. We have our, our nights where I'm just like, why didn't you get out here at a certain time to make dinner? And then now our whole schedule is behind. But for the most part, I think that we're good with figuring out what we need. Mm-hmm. So, and just being home, I think it's going to be, you'll see it's a lot, it's a lot less, it's a lot less stressful. Mm-hmm. And 
I, you know, I just think parental leave needs to be given to everyone. Yeah. Like no matter where you work, mm-hmm. you, like we're fortunate enough to work for big corporations who offer parental leave and mm-hmm. our last jobs are the same, but there are people who don't get this parental leave. They're, I don't, they're, they're expected to go if they're the childbearing person, they're the ones who have to give birth and then go back to work immediately. That just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to me. I look back and if I had to go to work after like the day after I gave birth or Mm -hmm. a few days after I gave birth. Oh, hell no. First of all, I couldn't even fit my feet into any shoes. (laughs) Like I would have lost my job. I would have very much lost my job because I would not have been able to physically get to work Mm -hmm. or I would have, you know, been on some type of leave where I'm getting partial pay and that causing more issues because frankly because 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 you get paid half of what you got paid before or nothing you still have mm-hmm. the same amount of bills <laughs> so waiting for you to, to pay them so i i think it's insane that there's still nothing mm-hmm. in place even in depending a on minimum. what state i know there are some states that yeah. have some sort of some, partial pay yeah like sometimes does yeah like yes new york does but once again if you you have bills to pay. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. someone's taking that leave mm-hmm. because most likely they're not working at a big corporation yep. and they may be not getting paid as much because of that. So they take this, you know, partial pay. So you're making half of barely anything to keep you afloat mm-hmm. now. So it's great. And at least you're, you know, recovering with something in your pocket. It's still not enough. You're mm-hmm. causing stresses on another side. And then someone can't fully, focus on their recovery because mm-hmm. they're worrying about the fact that they're going to have to make up those hours, um, or some type, some way of subsidizing mm-hmm. their living in some type of way to make up for that. Mm-hmm. And even more reason that, uh, parental leave should be a year <laughs> because it takes up for, I, I would, I would propose for the child bear because that it takes up to a year to recover. Yeah. When I was going through my blood pressure issue and the doctor was just like, yeah, he's like, this, you just might be facing this for the next year. And I said, what? (laughs) And so, you know, we came up with a plan for me to be able to manage it without medicine, but that was the reality of it is that I was going to have to monitor and look after this for the next year because Mm -hmm. whatever, my body just hasn't quite figured it it, itself out quite yet. Um, And that's just, that was scary to hear and and it's insane once again that i got only 16 weeks of that 50 mm-hmm. 52 weeks in a year yeah um <laughs> you know only part part of that very very thankful because once again i think that is great that mm-hmm. at least which is a little it was a little shy of like the full four four yeah. months in like the months yeah, that we it, were in you because think, you think every month has four weeks no, but that's not quite yeah so i actually went true. back to work before my son was four months old but and i'm very thankful for it 16 weeks old yeah (laughs) i'm very thankful for it but yes i think that at a minimum like once again i felt really great with the six months Mm -hmm. but i would take a year it would be very hard to go back to work but i'll take it yeah (laughs) um and then i think for the the non child bearer i i I don't want to use the word dad but the 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 partner who is going to be helping in the situation? We'll say the dad for lack of a I, There's term. a term that people have been using a lot, which I, I think can't. is really great because it's really inclusive of 
you know, either gender roles mm-hmm. um, or whether you're in a same um, a same sex relationship. It's like the birthing parent. Birth, thank you. The, the birthing, birthing parent, parent the versus birthing parent. yeah, the non-birthing. That's parent. what I was trying to get mm-hmm. at because my last job used two very different. Um, they called it the primary and the non-primary mm-hmm. or the secondary. I forget. It didn't make sense because I'm like, how come both parents are not the primary? Anyways, um, talk about the non-birthing parent leave, which I think is equally as important because it's bonding time. Mm-hmm. And I think I was fortunate enough at my last job to take 16 weeks and they had just changed that policy for the non-birthing parents from two weeks to 16 weeks. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to take advantage of that as a non-birthing parent. I felt a lot of, um, it was like a stigma. Yeah. Like, why is, why are you taking 16 weeks? And then like, <laughs> like what? Um, why do you care? Yeah. Why do you care? And <laughs> it's, it's, it's was incredibly helpful for me mm-hmm. because I don't know how I would have done it with some of the trying to recover and having two kids Mm -hmm. with you working and could you imagine that like (laughs) me out here in the living room or whatever trying to recover and you in the the back room trying Mm -hmm. to work like hello like Mm -hmm. come out here and help me yeah so it would have just kind of pulled you into two different directions because I very much could not have done it on my own and obviously we leaned on other people as well to Mm -hmm. to you know help us out and um, that was great. But on the day, every day in middle of the night, mm-hmm. who was there by my side? It was you. Mm-hmm. And it was very much needed. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think you were in it with me besides the sore nipples and obvious, mm-hmm. you know, other recovery things mm-hmm. that a birthing parent have to go through. Um, you were right there and it was, I needed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, th- and you know, when I took that leave, my last job, it was, because it, it was very new um, and 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 coming from perspective as a man in the workplace, there was also that stigma as well. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, you're going to be away from your job for more than two weeks. What? Mm-hmm. What? What? Um, but in my current my current company, that's the culture. And there was no um, I didn't feel like there was this stigma mm-hmm. to there was like no pressure to say, oh, your company policy is six months but you're only going to be gone for like yeah, two like, months right, right yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> no it, the, like the first the first question my my boss asked me was are you planning to take it all at once or are you planning because we can break it up over a period of time and he's like just you know are, are you planning to break it up or are you planning to take it all together and, and i'm like i'm gonna do all together because that was, was helpful last time <laughs> yeah and at first we thought okay maybe do the four you know do I two went back and forth two or three months and then it, yeah and i'm like you know what let's just let's do it i think it would also be just hard like you gotta jump back into work and then you're like okay yeah. bye peace yeah. you never quite get back into work because you're working towards your next two mm-hmm. to three month leave time versus here's my full attention for yeah. the four months or the six months and then mm-hmm. I can go back into work and then focus on yeah. that. And this is how my new life looks versus here's a little taste of what life could mm-hmm. be when I go back to work. Oh my God, dread it. <laughs> exactly. And then go back to leave and then like, Oh, I got to do this again. It's like, okay, just rip it off like a bandaid and yep. adjust accordingly. Mm-hmm. And to clarify the, it was more of the culture at my last job, not my team. 
Mm-hmm. My team was extremely supportive. Yeah, yeah, that's it. true. That's good. I to do know. want to clarify that because mm-hmm. they were they were very supportive of the sixteen weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the old company, old corporate America culture. Yeah, and just like filling other teams in. And yeah, like, oh, you're going away. Exactly. Like, what's happening? I remember you kind of telling me those stories. But I then like, I that's crazy. And then I took it, came back, and I saw a lot more non non birthing parent, mm-hmm. but men mm-hmm. taking that leave yeah you're trying as to they her. should and and they would come and ask me questions about it and i'm mm-hmm. like go talk like talk to hr they will tell you the like how all the paperwork you have to fill out um but it, it, like after that moment it was kind of like other people started doing it which was great but you know the my current company it's a part of the culture and it takes that stigma out of it and i think that is also very important for the non-birthing parents to feel like they can also take bonding time yeah, with their kids. It's so important bonding time. And then you got, I mean, I say this because the kind, I know the kind of relationship and partnership we have where we're very much a team and we're tag teaming. So if I'm up at night, you know, at least in the beginning, you're up at night. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have to then go into work Mm -hmm. (laughs) the next day. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, during those first few weeks of newborn life. Oh my God. I love, like they're so cute. And so like they lay on you and they're the feeling of a baby laying on your chest and sleeping. It's like nothing. There's nothing that compares to it. I just, I love it so much. That's my favorite size. Oh my yes. And then just breathing on you. Like it's kind of crazy. He doesn't even really like he did that. He fell asleep when I was nursing him Mm -hmm. in the morning and he was laying on me for like 10 minutes and they like woke up or in the middle of the night when I feed him then I burp him and he falls asleep and he's laying there and sometimes I don't the time escapes me because it's such a good feeling like mm-hmm. I love it and then I'm like oh my god I gotta go to sleep <laughs> then I'm calculating do, 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 do. I just lost how much sleep and he's gonna wake up an X amount yep and he's gonna wake up an X amount because like I'm like okay I feed him put him down he's gonna wake up at this time so I have this time it's gonna fall back to okay I have an hour and a half of solid sleep <laughs> of solid sleep because it's gonna take me at least 20 minutes to go to sleep and so sometimes if I lose myself and I'm he's laying mm-hmm. on me for like 15 20 minutes I'm like oh my god I just lost that sleep mm-hmm. I lost 15 to 20 minutes but you don't quite get that back but you know the newborn time it's it's you know although it's really adorable and like that bonding of them laying on your chest is really great it's a real rough like mm-hmm. it's rough <laughs> yeah it's really really rough and so if you know the non-birthing parent has to go back to work at this time they're they're exhausted too Mm -hmm. you know if you're truly Mm -hmm. if you're someone who has an arrangement like we have where you know it's 50 50 and not very you know and at times a flexible 50 50 exactly and that that meaning that sometimes it's 25 75 and sometimes it's you know 60 40 it Mm -hmm. it it changes based off of what one Mm -hmm. partner needs and so um if you don't have that where we're constantly balancing off of each other that's rough but if you if you have a partnership (laughs) Mm -hmm. like ours and you're just as tired as sometimes you're just as tired as me so (laughs) or you're really tired i should say so (laughs) um i will say you're just as tired as me when i stop breastfeeding because i don't all my breastfeeding people who are listening to this there's just no way to describe it Mm -hmm. the energy is a great experience but it literally sucks the energy Mm mm-hmm unintended out of you so um it's, do it's like one of like a hocus pocus meme where they're like 
Yeah. <laughs> because you're, 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 you know, you're like trying to sleep to get more energy. You're being woken up. So you're losing sleep there, but then you're breastfeeding and it's sucking some more energy mm-hmm. out of you. It's just like, Oh my God, I'm mm-hmm. tired. Mm-hmm. Um, so once I stop breastfeeding, I will say you're just as tired as me, but right now I'm more tired. If there was a competition, um, I say all that to say that it would be really rough for you to have yeah, go, gone back to work during that time in yeah. those first 12 weeks, I would say. Yeah. I remember going like the, with Liam waking up two weeks later and thinking, oh my God, imagine if I had to go back to work after this. And then this time when you were heading back to work, I woke up and I'm like, oh my God, imagine if I had to go back to work. <laughs> you would be fine. <laughs> so, I would probably be fine. Yeah. Um, and, uh, okay. And I think, you know, one of the tips that we've constantly say is lean on your resources. So in our last episode, you were talking about breastfeeding. So leaning on your lactation consultants to, um, get different advice for uh, your support system. I, Hopefully you have you have one whether that's friends, family, etc. Um, it's work. Your you know our bosses are supportive of our of our leave, and I think I have to go put a pacifier in. Yeah, let's take a quick break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh, he his pacifier fell out, and you know his arms are strapped down, so he, <laughs> he can't, can't quite get it. Uh, anyway, uh, support system. Um, you know, hopefully you have a support system to lean on, but lean into them and then you're lean into your pediatrician. Don't lean into the internet as so much. I mean, lean into the internet to find paths to questions yeah. or because some pediatricians could be a little shady, but we've been really lucky with yeah. ours where they're really great mm-hmm. and not making us feel bad if, cause we have, we have, we're, we're tiny people. And so we have tiny kids. No, 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 no. You are a tiny person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an average person. You're, you're an average person. I'm not but a tiny person. Okay. Whatever. Yes. You're an average person. I'm a tiny person when it comes to weight. I'm height wise. Yes. I'm an average person as well. We're talking about our, if we're talking about our, um, I can't think of the right word. Cause they said it so well in Grey's Anatomy outdated using BMI as an outdated version yeah because people should we should not be using that but yeah in a bmi you are a tiny person yeah i am not and just like <laughs> visually looking at me i just i've always been that way so when i have you know our liam he was like a chunker which i didn't really realize yeah. but then this uh with blair he's like he more mirrors like even my mom said mm-hmm. like when i was a baby how i was as well he's an he's an eat yeah. he loves eat like his cereal we've introduced cereal to him he's obsessed with it and he i think he's going to be a huge eater yeah um but and it, he just has a fast metabolism mm-hmm. i think just like me because he's smaller mm-hmm. too even though he came out bigger than liam mm-hmm. his birth weight was bigger but he's as far as like on whatever curve he's on, he's on, he's much smaller than mm-hmm. he was. And so, but the doctor looks at me and she's like, you know, ask us how many poops and whatever dirty diapers mm-hmm. he has. And like that all lines up mm-hmm. and everything else. And so she's like, he's, and he's developed, he's, you know, met the milestones he's supposed to meet and doing everything physically. She's like, Oh, she looks at me. She's like, that yeah. makes sense. She's like, you're being just like, you're just like your mom. <laughs> That's why it's helpful to bring you. To yeah. our pediatrician appointments, because when I would go, sometimes I would take Liam by myself mm-hmm. and and the doctor would look at me in, uh, is when our pediatrician had left. So we were starting with a new, a new pediatrician in that um, office and he's just like, okay, like, let's, you know, make sure we're, um, 
I think something like something about his his the where he was on the curve mm-hmm. the lower end um and then you would you went in the next time or I brought whatever the next appointment was mm-hmm. and he's like oh okay you make that makes sense like I see you are a very tiny person so we take after yeah. you what's I'm like name? I can't I'm not a good example we have been like pumping not to digress Liam with like food yeah. lately and he still maintains his weight I'm like you have a fast metabolism or something yeah he's really active too he's so he's like active. running around and stuff but now he'll have like maybe triple amount of the food that he had before and still it's like still. i'm going to go I'm he's like game. i am so full i'm going to puke you can see his little stomach yes <laughs> <laughs> i'm like pumping him with food his poor little kid is just like my stomach he's like i'm full <laughs> and i'm just like no you have to eat more and like good things too like peas and like I you know, know pasta that's really vegetable pasta like <laughs> like all the things that we can hiding different proteins in his rice or whatever yeah. Um, but yeah, if you, I, we, I keep saying, I say that all to say that are, you know, you got to be careful of the pediatricians that you have, but we've mm-hmm. been fortunate to have good ones. But when you do have a good one, uh, they're, they're a really great resource to use and they can put your mind at ease with mm-hmm. like, with certain things. Cause no, we didn't forget that we're, that I'm a tiny person. So we're going to have maybe tiny right. kids, but sometimes that you lose perspective, especially when someone's like your child's in the 15 or 25%, you know, percentile, mm-hmm. you're like, Oh my God, is that too low? Um, and you're, you're freaking out and they're reminding you like, Look girl, in the mirror. you in the, <laughs> you in the, you in the 25 percentile <laughs> too. So that makes sense. Your kids is in the 25 percentile. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and then I'll talk about lingering anxiety. Cause I know, mm-hmm. do we still have anxiety? Like, what is it? Let's dive in there. But I know right now my anxiety is that the world right now just seems to be like a dumpster fire at, you know. Yeah. (laughs) The world at large, not our little world. Our little world is a cute little shining (laughs) star. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like the current, especially the current state of affairs in America, just is not sitting well with me Mm -hmm. for, you know, for everyone and especially parents. You know, I think there's going to be more challenges ahead. And, you know, the two of us, we're going to raise kind, resilient, empathetic kids in hopes that they Hopefully. grow up to change the world for the mm-hmm. better. Um, because right now, the future of this country and the world at large just seems very bleak, yeah. <laughs> especially for parents. I know. And then I have to remember, yeah, like you said before, like, yeah, I don't even think we need to wait until like our kids are born. Like the Gen, Gen Z is like really shifting things mm-hmm. and you know thanks to creating millennials more, to help start yeah. to break down those walls creating more space <laughs> yeah creating more spaces for people and stuff like that and i don't think the same things will fly but there are still some fundamental things i need to change where mm. i just it will never make sense to me why big corporations are able to donate to different political parties and stuff like that like you know being an accountant and an auditor there's certain independence Mm -hmm. issues that we have to face and so how could i how could how can i possibly taking large donations and swaying what Mm -hmm. politicians are going to vote for and against yeah i help get them in that office Mm -hmm. so i'm Mm -hmm. pretty much buying you know certain things and so i think you know not to get into like different policies and what things should change but um there are 
yes, the younger generation, they're going to shift things and change things. And hopefully with that, too, they change some of the some of some of the fundamental issues we have around um, just how politics and how, you know, the whole concept is supposed to work. They're supposed Mm -hmm. to, you know, work on behalf of the people and voting things and putting policies on behalf mm-hmm. of the people, but that's very much not happening, mm-hmm. especially with gun control where, you know, 90% of America yeah. believes that so there should be stronger regulations, at least a universal background check for guns. Mm-hmm. And it's not happening mm-hmm. there. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like 90% of America believes this. And yet there has not been with all of these school shootings. And as our, children get older and reach those ages where they're going to be in school it's a terrifying terrifying mm-hmm. thought that there's still nothing in place to limit or lower the risk of this happening mm-hmm. and so we very much have to have conversations with our five-year-old children maybe younger mm-hmm. now what they need to do mm-hmm. if they're in that situation mm-hmm. So that's like a year or so away. Yeah. Conversations that we have to have those conversations. I never thought mm-hmm. I would have to have because we, I am trying to think in school, like we had, um, I forget what it was, it was called like blue, yellow, whatever alert we like, we would have a drill. Like I remember this in elementary school. So like if like a stranger's just walking outside, that was like the whole point. They called it blue, yellow or something. So the shades would go down and we would just be quiet. That was it. That was the extent of the drill. Oh, that's scary. It was only if like a stranger walked by because we're in the middle of the, I mean, I say we're in the middle of the suburbs, but it was like open school, like lawn. Anyone, anyone could walk onto that playground. Like we were right by the road, whatever. Oh, okay. A little more relaxed, um, boundaries, I guess. Yeah. Cause like <laughs> now our, there's a fence. <laughs> yeah. Fence our school and our, like <laughs> in, when we were in Brooklyn, it was, it had a gate like yeah. <laughs> along any of the opened um, yeah. areas and I'm not sure what brought it on but I felt like it wasn't 9-11 because we were in seventh grade so something I don't know if there maybe maybe I have to look back at historically if something happened in like 2000s somewhere well 9-11 was 2001 um when was I in elementary school Oh, the nineties. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what, what, I don't know if something happened, but we had a drill, like we had those drills. Like if there was a strange, it was like stranger mm-hmm. danger drills. And then, um, and then middle school, I think we sort of still had it. And then high school, we knew about it, but we didn't like practice a lot. Um, anyway, those are conversations that I didn't have as a kid with anyone about what happens if a shooter is on your school. Mm-hmm. And now those are the conversations. Also, the conversation I didn't know, you know, wouldn't have to fathom about having to talk to my kid about when they start driving, about what happens when you get pulled over. Mm -hmm. As a white man, Mm -hmm. I never thought I'd have to have those conversations. Now I have kids who are black. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't even know how to have that conversation. Yeah. So now we have to have those conversations. Yeah. And then conversations about gun violence. Yeah. and, and now, even, not even, even before they're driving and just being like, mm-hmm. you know, for well, living yeah. in an area predominantly with white people, like, I'm sorry, but you know, your white friend might be able to get away with that. Mm-hmm. You're not going to. So yeah. you're going to have, you know, there's just certain things that, you know, conversations that we have to have just because of the world that we live in, which is so unfortunate. So, you know, this is, you know, puts a, uh, you know, as parents in a difficult position where you're trying to, you know, 
help your child keep this innocence but mm-hmm. also keep them safe so with that you kind of take away their innocence a little bit and let them know like some people are going to want to hurt you you know and and guns are they they can hurt you so if you see this this is what you need to do mm-hmm. or you know to because mommy wants you to you know come back home mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you know we'll have to have really tough conversations like that with them which is really sad yeah um I saw a meme the other day that said you officially become a parent when you start worrying about your well-being and when you stop, sorry, when you, let me settle you officially become a parent when you stop worrying about your well-being and all the possible ways that you could die, like a meteor falling on mm-hmm. you. Like, I don't know if you ever think whenever I see a plane, I'm like, Oh my God, what happens if I'm like sleeping and a plane hits my building? Like, we need to talk about that anxiety that you have. <laughs> like these, like, you know, these little planes that, that <laughs> these one person planes that like randomly mm-hmm. land on the highway. Like I'm like, what if that hits my house and I'm in it? <laughs> um, so you officially become a parent when you stop thinking about that for yourself and you start stressing over your kids well being in all of those same scenarios. Like what yeah. happens if a meteor hits my kid? <laughs> like, yeah. Cause uh, it's such not an- funny, but, um, you know, when I, when Liam was born, I felt like I had all those stressful dreams about um, keeping him safe. And then they sort of were still there, but they weren't like every single night. And now, and when Blair was born, it was like every single night, the same things like, oh my God, like what happens if this happens? And oh my God, what am I going to do with him? And and I have to go get Liam. And I just am like having stressful dreams. Yeah. I mean, you need <laughs> so to probably... I'm like, I've officially hit that meme. <laughs> I'm no longer worrying about myself getting hit by a meteorite. It's, and I think I'm using meteorite as the right term because it's a meteor in the sky, but it's a meteorite when it starts burning up. I don't think anyone's really going to fact check you on that, but yeah, sure. We can look that up for you, but yeah, no, I mean, I'll we'll talk Lala. about your, we'll talk about your anxiety and your dreams, but yeah, there is a level, you know, once they actually do, I have heard people was like, once they actually start sleeping through the night and you're, you know, you're not they they're not constantly getting you up and then they get older mm-hmm. you still don't sleep through the night because now you're worried about your kid and mm-hmm. them being out and about um even as they're adults because you're worried about you know what's happening with them mm-hmm. so yeah like i i think at that level do i have crazy dreams about that no but i it does <laughs> it does very much stand back in my mind and just everything that's been happening in the world like anything in hap we've seen that you know in our our personal lives lately that out of blink of an eye someone's mm-hmm. here and then they're not and so it's a very unnatural thing to uh to lose a child this is a, for your child to go before you so that mm-hmm. obviously you know that it's a very really scary thought that that can possibly that that can possibly happen and there's so many different ways because of the world we're living in that that can happen even without just the freak accidents and stuff mm-hmm. that happens like that there are things that we can very much prevent and that's the angry and that's the concerning part uh, that of what's going on that we haven't quite figured figured out. Mm-hmm. So it's insane. Yeah, I know, and I feel like all that just makes me sound like I'm really stressed. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is parenting. Like but I am. You know, it's like it's it's a very stressful, and very very stressful thing to you know think about, and uh-huh. so. You know, you hear all these people have these all these arguments online about what we need to do, and you know, especially with you know the school shootings and stuff, and you know, everyone has their opinions on what they they need to do. But then, if you really go back to the 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 um, the source of the problem, is that we have these 
you know, semi-automatic guns in the hands of civilians that are meant to kill. Mm -hmm. And so, and they're going in and, you know, be one thing, there's, you know, one casualty is too many, but, you know, if you're talking about a handgun or something, and even if people, even if teachers are going to be trained to somehow, you know, take down someone, you know, their chances of taking down someone with a semi-automatic gun, even if all of them barge, they all can die, right? Mm -hmm. Versus, like, if they had something that's a little less, you know, automatic. Mm -hmm. um, if you have police officers that are afraid to go into the school to save the children because someone has this type of gun, then that's an issue. Because mm -hmm. if the police are not, are not, you know, mm -hmm. willing to just barge in there mm -hmm. and, and, and save people because they very much can die themselves, then... Um, these things should not be in the hands of people. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not a huge gun supporter. Like if people want to have their handgun, that's fine. I just don't understand why people have well, these assault weapons. Yeah. And we can go, we can get into it, but it's a very scary thought. Um, mm -hmm. And some people who don't need to really worry about it or who are in support of it and, you know, don't care, then their kids are probably in this well-secured school where no one can touch mm -hmm. them or anything like that. And so those are the privileges that people need to look outside themselves and be like, okay, you have that privilege, right? Mm -hmm. um, not everyone has that privilege of doing that. So, And then all of that, <laughs> all that anxiety compounded with, the pandemic we're living in mm -hmm. and we'll be living through because there just seems to be no end yeah at this point um and we, you know we have to be flexible and and learn to live in a pandemic and um just the other stress is constantly having to remind people that we're still in a pandemic <laughs> and that we're raising kids under five because if you're old, actually soon we'll be able to get a vaccine for under five-year-old mm -hmm. um but at this current point in time there is no vaccine yet and having to constantly remind people why we are still being cautious, cautious in a pandemic. And it's not all about COVID. It's about keeping your, your newborn, your infant healthy mm -hmm. period so that they can stay out of the hospital where there's a higher chance of getting COVID. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to get COVID. No, it, because they're an infant. I, I don't want anyone to get COVID, but, um, we're not we're not being cautious because we don't we're trying to avoid COVID. We're being cautious to avoid the flu, a cold, a common cold, whatever. Yeah, my, Those my mom things. always puts it that she's like, I'm not really. She's like, she's she's worried about COVID, but she's like, there's the other things too. And yeah. she's like, and with the current state of what's going on, she's like, some people are not up to date on their shots mm -hmm. and everything else. And so, what was a few years back in Brooklyn, there was like the measles outbreak, where it's like, I what? Yeah. I thought we like eradicated me yeah and now it's back and people were getting it and so those are those things like mm -hmm. if my child gets measles that's really dangerous mm -hmm. for them um so yes and keeping them keeping them healthy so that mm -hmm. they don't so it doesn't get to so if they were to get sick it doesn't get to a point where i have an infant can't give them all the right medicines so we have to go to the hospital where mm -hmm. there's a higher chance of getting getting exactly sicker. exactly so just Anything people, that compromises their like breathing, respiratory yeah. thing, you know, is an issue. And so that having to continually to remind <laughs> people close to us that of that fact is just another thing. And I'm like, I don't even want to like be around people because I have to explain myself all the time. 
And, um, I, and I, I mean, it, there comes a point too that I, we just stop explaining ourselves and it's just kind of like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, and maybe it turns into you know, that. It just has to turn into um, that. Um, you know, because people sometimes they're not. No, they're not putting their head in our Yes. Situation. And so you have to. Remind them yeah. of our situation. And whatever decision you make for your, your, your child, whether it's for health reasons of keeping them safe or mm-hmm. for other, just other mm-hmm. parenting choices that you decide to make yep. for your child, that's your, that's your mm-hmm. choice, you know? Yeah. And I mean, all that, all this pandemic stuff with the current state of the world and then just the normal stress of having to go back to work mm-hmm. um, and juggling this life we've built it's just <sighs> it's it's all really great <laughs> these are all good things right that you have to you have some of these worries like it's like yeah. okay like then that means you have something that you're afraid to lose mm-hmm. and um or you want to keep safe or you're trying to just make great human beings and so something i've realized too because you know going through so much during my recovery process and even during my pregnancy outside of the pregnancy just like life is just still continually happening and going through all those stresses is that i've always known this and i always say this even when people ask for me for advice i'm like two things can exist at the same time and so you know we're stressed and we're afraid and we're sleep deprived and we're <laughs> what, what else we're Go tired <laughs> you know that's sleep deprived i said it twice um we're, we're all these things but at the same time we're incredibly blessed and fortunate um to mm-hmm. be able to have just these incredible kids like mm-hmm. they're just they're amazing um they you know i have a few gray hairs and stuff because of it but you know, these two things have, you know, existed at the same time. And so I'm trying mm-hmm. to enjoy those, mo- enjoy mm-hmm. those moments. Like there's one thing that my mom always says, and I even say it now too. It's like, there's always something. And so I was like, that is so true. Mm-hmm. So then what is going to be meaning like, you know, there's something that comes up that's like, Oh my goodness. And then we always say, there's always something. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're waiting for nothing in order for you to be happy so that for there to be that no, not always something, then you're just never going to be happy. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to, um, somehow still enjoy life with everything that's going on mm-hmm. <laughs> and enjoy what's going on. Um, so yeah, there's always going to be something. So mm-hmm. I've just tried in my <laughs> parenting, mm-hmm. um, and in my family life to just kind of just enjoy those moments. So we've been listening to music more and mm-hmm. just dancing and I'm tired as hell, but you know, <laughs> taking those extra walks and stuff yeah. like that, because there's always something, but I have to enjoy these mm-hmm. moments and, 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 and take them as they come because they're going to be gone soon. Mm-hmm. And I think that's leads right into what, what do we love about being, about being parents about being parents so he says newborn snuggles Mm -hmm. they're the greatest um i the milestones i i mean no poor you know the second kid we're just gonna miss all of them um the rollover (laughs) it's like does it so quickly i'm like huh celebrate it um the the laughing for the first time those are just all so worth it like Mm -hmm. those are just those surprise and delights and i think that's the difference between 
Liam and Blair as Liam, we were like, okay, our, our whatever Google um, internet search of, okay, what are these milestones? X, Y, and Z. And then Blair, I'm like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not looking up what he needs to be doing right now. I don't know why. Um, but maybe after a pediatrician appointment, she gives, she gives us a kind of like, okay, look out for this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. And so I've just been going off of that. Um, so when he rolls over, I'm like, oh my God, what? Like, I, I think it been like a day or two before that happened. You were like, you haven't rolled over yet. And then we're just <laughs> like, we didn't really like, I was like, okay. It was like, this, this is going to happen. Yeah. And then like literally yeah. the next day or two, you, you know, he had rolled over. Yeah. And maybe that's that first kid syndrome that I, I'm a first, yeah. I'm, the first, I'm the oldest, um, where like your parents were like on top of you for everything. And so maybe that's poor Liam had to, is probably going through that because mm -hmm. he's going to have to do everything he does is now the first for him, mm -hmm. you know, first one going to preschool, first one going to kindergarten, et cetera. And then Blair is like, oh, you'll go. <laughs> <laughs> but those milestones, I think, are still. Um, we still make a big it. deal out of it. We though. do. Even yeah. If we miss it, we celebrate the second one. Um, the second time mm -hmm. <laughs> rolled over. Um, knowing like. Blair, I think we talked about this in the last episode, but Blair knowing his name, mm -hmm. like Blair, and he just turns and looks. I, yeah. Blair, we say it so Blair. many, so many times. So, and Liam now says Blairy. Blairy. Where's Blairy? Yeah. And he yeah. thinks that he's like cracks up, starts <laughs> laughing. And so I found myself starting to call him that too. Or Mr. Blair. Yeah. Mr. Because Blair. it's like Mr. Bear. <laughs> yeah. Kylie, my sister's dog. Mr. Oh. Bear. <laughs> yes. I'm like, why do I want to say Mr. Bear? Yeah. And it's like, Mr. Blair. Mr. Bear. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. When we say Blair. And, you know, right before Blair was born, we, Pottery Barn Kids, and it was right after Christmas, and Pottery Barn Kids had an amazing sale. So I bought a stocking mm -hmm. for Blair. Not knowing, I just bought a stocking in the same style that we all have. Mm -hmm. And there were two options, and I forget what the other one was, but I did not want it. Um, so I got it. It's a polar bear. Yeah. <laughs> so we call now him Blair forever the bear. he's gonna have this Mister. And now he has this bear. Mister Bear Blair. Yeah. Bear Blair. <laughs> bear Blair. Blair Bear. Yeah. Um, Blair Bear, like a Care Bear. Mm -hmm. Blair Bear. Yeah. So oh, another bear. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, but like, how do you think you've changed as a parent of two? Um, I think that at least I feel like I have less anxiety. Hmm. Um, really? I think I have less anxiety, not over like the of state parenting? of the world and stuff, but just like, <laughs> you don't have my problems. No, no, no. Like I had more anxiety with just like Everything just else. doing like, yeah, like the little things are like, you know, not like, I wouldn't say like crazy crippling anxiety, but like the, the diaper changes are, mm -hmm. you know, being by yourself for the first time with your baby mm -hmm. all day. Like, I think, you know, when that happened, you like went to Julie, your cousin Julia's graduation oh, and yes. I was home by myself the entire day with, with Liam. And that so like the first time, you know, that was only like a month, by you know, the way. for me, like, you know, you, you know, Still having young. you around was like a sense of like, I would do all the same things. <laughs> So it's not like, not like you were coaching me to do anything, but just having someone there yeah. was always like comforting for me. And so I didn't feel that way with like, mm -hmm. um, with Blair when he came. So I'm like, okay, like I, I'm fine. I can do this. Um, although I haven't like drove in the car by myself with him yet. Mm. I like, I don't, I don't know. I just, the little car devices and stuff, like just 
gives me anxiety I don't know like the car seats and making sure I don't know anyways that's what kind of gives me anxiety you should um, do that with a school drop I do like I do that with school drop off oh put them in put them in there and but Blair, I like drove Liam's in like, the car with it bye Blair I'll yeah. see you later <laughs> so cute. the teacher says goodbye to Blair and then we drive home yeah that's our short little car um ride. I guess I can try that but I feel like I'm more patient I definitely mm. or at least I and or I'm able to identify quicker that I'm not being patient and kind of understand mm-hmm. why that's happening. And that's more because it's just more s- work that I've done with myself, not so much mm-hmm. with parenting, but that's what parenting kind of does to you is, you know, put a mirror up and be like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Um, and so if like Liam is, you know, acting some type of way because he's tired or he's hungry and I go down the list I'm I'm like you know let's give him a little bit more grace like he's a little tired he had a really long day if I turn to him like you know what like usually we give him like okay no special treat tonight for dessert or something else or you know we're not going to spend the extra 10 minutes after um, dinner to play with your trains we got to go straight to you know take a bath or something instead of doing that i'm like no like like, i'm so happy he's just tired you know or something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. so if i'm able to look at him and identify like you're going through something because of all these other things then i could do the same for myself right Mm -hmm. like um, like today what i did i'm like i'm i'm feeling really frustrated hungry Mm -hmm. i'm like hungry Mm -hmm. i'm tired like i hadn't so it's okay like take a deep breath it's nothing he's doing or it's nothing that's wrong with me it's because these are the things and needs that are not fulfilled so i doing that and caring for him Mm -hmm. and understanding the impact of him feeling some type of way in, in his behavior i can turn the light on myself and be like okay like Fatima you're tired so it's okay (laughs) you know that you maybe you didn't you know you didn't quite do the gentle parenting that you wanted to (laughs) um because you you were exhausted today and so Mm -hmm. I think the other day we were just like it was just so much I think and it I didn't and hopefully it didn't come across as a punishment but I was just like let's just go to bed like usually we have this whole grand thing of let's do stretches and stars and read the, all of the books in our library and all that <laughs> stuff. And we were inching close to bedtime and we still had like 15 minutes, but we all were like so mm-hmm. out of patience. And so we just said, let's just go to sleep. Mm-hmm. We could tell he was exhausted too. And I'm like, I know you want to do all these things that's in your usual routine, but being like, you're tired and it's okay. Mm-hmm. And as we say that more, he, I see him just being like, mm-hmm. I'm tired. And like, he's like, mm-hmm. I didn't want to, he stopped us the other day. I was like, I don't want to read another mm-hmm. book. I want to go straight to bed or something yep. like that. So he did now, that in the bath tonight. He yeah. got out of the bath. He's like, I'm going to, I was like, what do we do after, uh, you know, after we get dressed, what do we get to do? He needs to brush our teeth, read stars, um, read books, but just one book. Cause I want to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, Do you want to go to bed now? We can go to bed now. No, I want to read a book. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So just being like, I'm like, it's okay to be tired. And like, you don't have to like push your, here we are pushing this poor little kid. Like you have to do all these things. And he's like, so on it. He's like, I got to do my routine. I have to do all these things. And I'm just like, sometimes like you're just way too tired. And like, let's give ourselves some more grace and like, go to sleep 
-hmm. our body's just telling us we need to rest Mm -hmm. and like identifying those those things and so even when sometimes when liam asks me he's like mommy like Mm -hmm. mommy how are you and i say i'm good but i'm also tired so like let him know and he's like mommy's tired so let me go go back to sleep or whatever mm-hmm. and he's like understands that and so you know he could be mad that i'm like still sleeping in the room or he's like you know he understands mommy's tired and for her to be able to like play with me and stuff she needs to get some rest same with me um so i i feel like this time around i'm you know, giving myself more grace, learning more about what I need and taking the same things that I would do with Liam and applying it to myself and vice versa. And now I'll be better equipped to do that with Blair too. Mm-hmm. Um, once he gets to that age, like he don't understand anything. He's just like, I don't really care if you're tired, lady. I gotta eat. Yeah, um, but like, in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Liam is really, you know, I'm teach, I teach him so many different things, but he was like really taught so, so many things about that I've learned so many things about myself because of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so realizing I'm not, I thought I was a patient person, you mm-hmm. know, and I really wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so he's really made me patient, not just like on the outside with other people, but with myself. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm, I was, I definitely was not patient with myself. Mm-hmm. I was always really hard on myself and pushing myself to the limit. And, uh, now I don't do that as much. <laughs> I, I still do it. And so I, there's still, still very much a work in progress mm-hmm. when it comes to that. So yeah. What and about you? I don't know. I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I never had patience. Yeah. So. <laughs> you still don't like, so you? I hold on. I was going to, <laughs> um, and that it's a work in progress. With I have more patience than splitting you though. Splitting my patience <laughs> now with two kids mm-hmm. and, and I have been feeling myself um project like uh, uh, recognizing what's projection mm-hmm. and not um you know i think everything you just said about liam has had tired he's tired he because of whatever x y and z and not something else is bothering me and then liam's doing something and i'm like what are you doing like and taking it out on him and um i think i'm starting to recognize that <laughs> Similar to what mm-hmm. you were saying, but, um, I think I'm just learning how to access a different level of energy, <laughs> but I have no energy. I'm mm-hmm. very tired, but I think that's that step, that second level of energy and, and at getting to like, especially when we come out, when I come out here with, um, both kids in the morning, figuring out how to split my time and doing that effectively while being able to communicate to Liam what I need him to do so mm-hmm. that. I don't need to watch him. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I'm we're in the same room, but stop making noise at at five thirty in the morning because <laughs> mommy's now going to sleep for another hour or try to for another hour or two. Um, but I don't want Blair to get all crazy and worked up because he he wakes up lit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think it's it's I've changed instead of having to talk to one kid, it's talking to two kids. But I think I've that's just something that I I've had when I was a camp counselor, having to talk to, you know, there were older kids and they understand, but now it's trying to talk to a preschooler. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just teaching him how to be calm or how to be around another, you know, the baby. Um, it like helps him too. Right. So he can like yep. sense energy and stuff. Cause that's so important, like mm-hmm. social cues and stuff. And so he understands like, okay, mm-hmm. 
if someone's, you know, if daddy seems a little more sluggish or the energy of the room, I'll be a little calm mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm matching that same energy, not like you shouldn't always match the energy, but mm-hmm. like understanding how I can shift mm-hmm. some of my energy as well. Um, yeah. Is important. So, yeah. um, because if you're it, always trying to push through, he probably thinks, oh, okay, I got to push through too. Like, who cares if I'm tired? I got to keep going, keep yeah, grinding, exactly. you know? And it's like, no, like the reality of it is like people get tired. Yeah. Toddlers get tired. You're like, what is that? What toddlers? They'll go, go, mm-hmm. go, go, go. And it's just like, you got to let them know it's okay. Mm-hmm. You can slow down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's only 530 in the morning. It's okay. It's 530. We have all day to play mm-hmm. with it today. Yes, today. But later today, mm-hmm. today, yes, yeah. later though, not right now. It's five thirty. We have a whole twelve hours yeah. to play with trains. I think I always <laughs> felt so guilty of not getting on the floor and playing with. Like we, my mom even says she's like, "You guys really, you get on the floor and you're playing mm-hmm. like you are playing with him." And so you know, I would feel guilty if I ever said no. Yeah. With two kids, you gotta. <laughs> so yeah. I've introduced the, yeah. I, mommy, you wanna play with me? I would love to play with you. But mommy right now is drinking mm-hmm. her smoothie and she's sitting on the couch and she just wants to relax for a little bit. I was like, if you give me some time, we can do mm-hmm. something later. It's like, mommy's the, and so like, he was okay with that, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't have mm-hmm. a, he did not have a hissy fit, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't feel like I'm neglecting him by saying that. I think he now understands it's okay. Like, um, it's okay to say no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're introducing that to him. And I'm like, okay, like I feel good about that. And then what else happened? Oh, and he's like, oh, you want to play with trains or something? I was like, you know, mommy doesn't really love trains. I was like, I know you <laughs> love trains and you, and trains, mommy buys you trains so you can have Liam time. How about we put together a puzzle mm-hmm. together? So like, he's like, okay, yeah. I'll play a puzzle. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, this is how I better engage with you. And I'm giving Mm -hmm. you mommy and Liam. Yeah. Better time with you. That's more quality than me just going choo choo. Like, Mm -hmm. and I hate it. You know, I think (laughs) I even kind of use the words. I was like, mommy doesn't, I didn't say, I said, mommy does not like trains. It's like, you love trains. You know, Papa loves trains. Mommy don't like trains. And so like, I want him to be able to be like, I don't like this. And so he, now he, I, it, I've created a monster <laughs> because now he does. I'm like, where the other day I was like, where'd you get that? You don't like this. And I'm like, Oh, yes. great. And now as I'm I telling know. you guys the yeah. story, I'm like, it's because it's I'm seeing it now. He's like, I don't like this. And so uh-huh. I, and so I, it's like, okay, I can't mm-hmm. really force you mm-hmm. to, to do that. Or I say, if it's something he hasn't tried, I'm like, you haven't tried it yet. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So let's at least try it. If you don't like it, then, you don't mm-hmm. like it mm-hmm. and I'll listen to you. And so a few times he's, he's done that. And now we've gotten him to eat fish. fried fit. Like he asked, yep. he requests fish. Now yep. he eats his peas. This is the only vegetable I've gotten this kid. Well, and if I get some more vegetables, cook vegetables and rice, he'll eat that. Mm-hmm. But vegetable by on himself on its own peas. Yep. And it eats it up. Like it's the best thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I hate peas. I can't stand peas. I never liked them. Him eating those peas, I'm like, I literally want a gag. <laughs> <laughs> I hate peas. And this is the only vegetable this kid will eat. Yep. Yep. 
it's so interesting and my mother loves peas i'm like ma no like i don't like peas Mm -mm. i don't get it i'll eat it in the fried rice by itself well because it's in butter yeah and all the other stuff he eats plain peas yeah oh no 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 (laughs) secrets out liam secrets out mommy and daddy don't like peas and they're making (laughs) you eat them um and then you know we'll wrap up but like what tips do we have for parents i have none um (laughs) tips not maybe not tip it doesn't have to be tips for parents of more than one just now that we've gone now that we've been parents for a solid four years Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh take care of yourself because you cannot be a good parent if you don't take care of yourself and if you if you're fortunate enough to have another parent parent with you especially in the same house to have as much open communication as much as possible and Mm -hmm. find something that works for you guys and if you're not fortunate if you don't have that and you're a single parent then once again leaning on your village if if you can and if you don't have a village Mm -hmm. find one (laughs) that's going to be super important you need you know someone that you can you know lean on and if really you don't have anyone to lean on just know that nothing is permanent (laughs) Mm -hmm. everything is temporary and this is a hard time and it will pass i think that that is something i've constantly have to remind myself is that it will it will pass um and do your best we're all human to Mm -hmm. not let those things that make life so difficult to then make your the your shift your parenting with your with with your child and that's something so hard Mm because i continue i still do it uh you know where your bad day might spill over into your personal life and Mm -hmm. spill over into your your parenting and everything else um so that's what then it's like a full circle then mm-hmm. take care of yourself right so mm-hmm. you know i said it's you know uh it's go time as soon as i walk into the door and you know it's been working for <laughs> three weeks and it, it only have to do it two days but there's gonna come a time where i'm just like okay maybe fatima you drop your bag down and you take 20 minutes or 15 minutes and you go back go in the back room you change out of your clothes you wash your face mm-hmm. then you come out and then you can be the best mom ever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and and you know, maybe I, you know, I can do that now. But understanding you that you need mm-hmm. to shift, and that goes like, with parenting is being you have to be a very flexible person mm-hmm. and understand that it worked before and it's not going to work this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so figure out what figuring out what works for you at the time and shifting accordingly as your life changes because things there's always something mm-hmm. and things will pop up and you have to figure out what's what you need to do Mm -hmm. and so communicating with whatever your support system is to kind of help you and aid in that way um will also be be key that's really advice other like i'm not gonna tell you what you need to do to get your child to read sooner or you know do a different milestone or whatever like the you know for the most part and unless you need some help from a professional your child will like will will get there and there you know liam just happens to love love reading since the day he came out of the the wound and has been reading for the last couple years, which is mm-hmm. insane. Cause I don't think I was a great reader at like 10. <laughs> <laughs> I 
What's the latest book you read? Huh? What's the latest book you've read? I am reading more. Oh, you're currently reading something? I'm reading oh, wow. okay. the book you got for me for Christmas, um, More Than Enough oh, by Elaine. Oh, when do you read this book? I don't see you read it. I read it on the train. Oh, got it. Okay. I am more than halfway through. I was like, what time did you find? Yes, I'm more than halfway through. <laughs> I talked about this before. We, I think we talked about one of the blog, one of the podcasts, like when we did, I think while you were sleeping. And I said something with like not the pandemic happening. This oh, was, yeah. That's the only time I read. That's the only time I can get focused yep. and reading is when I'm on the train. Yep. It's yep. the freakiest thing. Anyways, I've been reading more than enough um, by Elaine. I'm going to, I'm just going to say Elaine W because I don't. I don't want to mispronounce her name, but I love, it's such a great book. It's mm-hmm. a memoir about her life. She's like close to the same age as we are. I think she's like a couple of years older, but she's gone oh, through, I could probably write a book, but she's gone through, she has a very interesting life. And she was one of the first black, um, editors, beauty editors at, um, I don't even think it was just beauty editor. I'm going to butcher that at, but at teen Vogue, I gotta remember she was the first black something that mm-hmm. working at, uh, I think it was editor at Teen Vogue. <laughs> okay. Google it. Look it up. I should look it up. Um, Anyways, she's, you know, she's accomplished so many things. She's been mm-hmm. on the talk. She's been a host there. She's been on the red carpet. Mm-hmm. Um, I love her style and stuff like that. She just recently had a baby herself. And so um, I've been reading her book. I love memoir, memoirs, like just reading about people. It helps you to understand how people moved and mm-hmm. maneuvered their life. It puts things in perspective. Either it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing good. And, you know, I've, I, you know, I can see some of myself in, in, in some of these books or it's just like an inspirational story. Mm -hmm. The next one I want to read is Viola Davis. She came out where I said she has her audio book and she reads it. So I'm, I'll probably still, yeah, I'll probably still get the physical copy, but I want to listen to her tell the story and I listen to a snippet of it. And that's, um, yeah. And that was like, oh chills are, i don't even are, know how we got there you, you questioned me uh, reading when, yeah you said you were such a good reader or you you weren't the. i don't want to say the, all right <laughs> like i said i was like i probably didn't read as good as him yes that's like like <laughs> i knew how to read and, I was <laughs> and that was me being saying, sarcastic and I was but he probably saying, he probably read better now? than i read when i was like in kindergarten like he's a strong mm-hmm. reader yeah um so anyways I was saying all this because I'm like, I don't want to sit here and, you know, a lot yeah, of people yeah, are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. give advice. It's yeah, like, no. tell I'm me what I need about. to do to get my child to yeah. do X, Y, Z. And really mm. like. And that, yeah. It, it, it depends on the child and everything yeah. else. I'm going to tell you what you need to do to like try to help yourself when you're helping yourself and you're building that support for yourself. You're going to yes. be a much better parent. Yes. And, and I think that that was just my the similar tip just or advice for parents just stop just stop comparing mm-hmm. your kids um and be confident in your parenting style if you are believing in yourself <laughs> if that makes, like be confident don't let other people step in to your world your parenting world and tell you what they've done what they've done tw- 30 years ago to parent mm-hmm. you if, if if it's your parents um be confident in your parenting style and um and don't be flexible i think it's another 
great advice. Because maybe something's not working. Because maybe something's maybe not your working. Your child is like a spoiled brat. Just <laughs> <No, I'm> kidding. <laughs> but don't don't let don't let don't let people get in your head mm-hmm. about parenting. And I saw this on Instagram, um, and it just just spoke to me. Um, the quote: "Your child's needs are more important than anyone's opinions about your parenting choices." Mm-hmm. And I thought that was just so. That's my that's my I guess advice. Um, yeah. Because you're with your child, you know, you're, you're with them. No one else has the context. Um, no one's up in the middle of the night with them. And you, you to be the better parent, take or to be the best parent, take care of yourself. Like Fatima was saying, um, to become the good parent, um, the best. Uh, what did you say? To become the most best parent, <laughs> to become a better you. I forget. I'll have to rewind this. <laughs> to be the best parent that you can be, you, you have to be a to better be the version best of yourself, you right? Be. You have to be supporting yourself, and exactly, and that involves like you know whatever the umbrella yes. is: self care and community and support yep. and communication and and all those things. And even when you're and and that path and stuff is is not linear. Like to become a better self, like as I said before. Mm-hmm. Although I know what I should be doing. I don't always do it. And so, but I, I, I somehow always snap and like snap back into it and say, okay, Mm -hmm. whoa, you just had like the not greatest day or not greatest moment just now. Let's shift back and you're human and you know, you can, you can now charge forward and, and, and get back onto that growth path that you're trying to, Mm -hmm. to, to get back on or, apologize to your toddler <laughs> for you know coming out your face for a little bit and yep. it's you know they you might be like ah, they're just like you sit there and you're like pouring your heart out and apologizing mm-hmm. like mom you've really lost a temper and like okay do you want to play with trains <laughs> and like two seconds you know but they're listening to you because yep. I don't even know how many times I've said something to Liam and then he'll come back and I'm like wow you were mm-hmm. listening to me mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. You know, even little things like when, you know, when we're saying I love you and he's like, you know, I love you more or whatever. And mm-hmm. like we use this, you say that to him so much. And like now he responds to that. It's like, so you're, you're hearing me. You didn't, mm-hmm. you didn't say it back before, but like mm-hmm. you're, you're listening and now you're regurgitating what we're set. Like mm-hmm. all those little things are being stored into, yeah. into his bank. And so and- some things are not going to be so great that he stores in there. But if you store how you corrected that and how you yeah. were explaining something to him, then then he has a full picture and he's mm-hmm. able to like piece it all together eventually yeah listening and watching because how he interacts with blair mm-hmm. how he talks to blair how he um, it's our, us it's us mm-hmm. it's and that's the other best part about yeah. being a parent yeah. uh, at least of more than one because then you can see like your impact on the older one to like mm-hmm. taking care of the younger one um but I think if, if you've made it to this point in the episode, <laughs> Which thank been a, you. I think this wow, point, this is like one of our longer episodes. Super sized. They're gonna be like, oh, we just went on so many so tangents. Many tangents. Um, this could have been a multi-part episode. Um, but thank you for making it to this point in the episode. But also the series. Thank you for listening to this episode, the season. If you've been with us since, you know, season one, episode one, the whole series. Thank you. Um, we wanted to share our real stories with others and hopefully you found what we had to say enlightening, enjoyable, entertaining, or, you know, helpful. I don't know, whatever, insert adjective. Um, 
And of course your feedback that we get um, from listeners is awesome. And, and the positive feedback that we get about how this spoke to you or, you know, you took out some, whether it was a a sentence we said, um, that's why we wanted to do this show and why we wanted to make sure that we recorded another season um, during this last pregnancy and this pregnancy and, and Fatima's postpartum journey has been a journey, <laughs> we'll say. And it's crazy because it's just the beginning. <laughs> it's just the beginning. Um, you know, kid number two is five months, almost five months. Um, but Fatima, your recovery continues. Our parenthood journey continues. Um, and we're just going to keep moving and grooving and through life with these two kids that are hopefully going to be resilient and change the world someday. So I just wanted to say thank you, uh, you, you listening, um, for making it to this point and for the support that you've given us. And hopefully uh, we've touched your life in some way. That's a wrap for this season. Thank you so much for listening and following us on this journey. Check out our blog, liliesandloafers.com for delicious recipes the whole family will love, DIY inspiration, and updates from our growing family. Millennial and Pregnant is the Lilies and Loafers original podcast. It's hosted by me, Fatima. And me, Brian. Original music by Purple Planet. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.